0: Hi, this is Jem with Bright Families. Today I'm sharing my family's stomach flu protocol. And this seems to have prevented us from having a stomach flu go through the whole family for I don't even know how long. It's been more than a decade since we've had a case where everyone in the family got stomach flu. What would generally happen is two or maybe three people would get something in the course of a week, Um, But anyway, here's what we do so that people might not throw up at all, even when the bug is in the house, or they might throw up only once. So first rule in general, and particularly if there's a stomach bug going around, is don't eat when you're not hungry. If you feel weird, you just don't eat. No one in our house is so thin that they're going to waste away if they miss a meal or two. And usually, If a kid throws up, I just start to feel kind of gross by proxy. Maybe it's all in my mind. But my husband does the same thing. If he feels weird, he just doesn't eat. And I think this has saved us probably a lot of trouble. So it can happen that I don't end up eating all day. And then by the end of the day, maybe 5 or 6 p.m., my stomach starts to feel kind of normal again. And I get a normal appetite. And then I eat something very boring like oatmeal or a piece of toast, something easy to digest. I'm not going to have a meal like spaghetti or anything heavy protein fat if this is a concern. So that's the first strategy in terms of prevention. And again, if the kids say, I don't feel good. I don't feel like eating. I'm not hungry. I don't make meat. Say, you know, I say, are you tired? Do you feel gross? Yeah. Drink some water, take an elderberry gummy and, you know, go to bed. Now, I don't let them watch movies because then, then of course, that creates a complicated situation in which they have a lot of different motivations to say they're not feeling well. Now, if someone um, is starting to feel gross and they're a little older and they're going to take capsules, then we have charcoal capsules. Or if someone starts to feel definitely nauseous, not just kind of I feel a little bit off but if they're feeling nauseous then we would take a charcoal capsule or two and for a younger kid I would open up the charcoal capsule and put it in a tiny bit of water which just makes it look like grayish kind of swamp water and then they would drink it and I might bribe them a little bit or something (laughs) you know say you can have a something sweet after you have this but the, the idea with the charcoal is it absorbs whatever's in your stomach. You would not want to take charcoal regularly. It would absorb too much of your nutrients, but in the case of a stomach bug, you want to absorb some of that bacteria and the toxins that it's releasing, which is what causes you to throw up. If you've already thrown up once, but you're feeling a little bit okay, you could quickly take a charcoal capsule or two with a very small amount of water, the smallest amount possible, because you don't want to put volume in your stomach and trigger the next round of vomiting, and that seems to be helpful. Um, Even if you don't catch it quite at first, if you do charcoal or charcoal sip on charcoal water, it seems to help. Now, the other thing I do, especially for little kids, and this is where we do watch movies, is if they throw up, of course, you're not quite sure if they throw up once, whether it's the stomach flu or they're just overtired, and some kids have touchy tummies. So I'm not gonna conclude it's the stomach flu because a four year old throws up one time. But either way, I'm going to limit fluids after they throw up. And if it looks like they're actually sick, especially if they th- throw up more than once, I'm not gonna let them have any fluids for two hours, which is really, really kinda of mean. It's kinda of brutal they're very thirsty, right? They'll be telling you they're thirsty. That's when we turn on the movie. And I do this for myself too, because pretty much anything you eat is just going to come right back up. It's just a waste. There's no point in taking in fluids that are just going to make you feel more gross. So then after a couple of hours have gone by, I tell the kids, you can have a teaspoon of water and then if that stays down in 10 or 15 minutes, you can have another teaspoon of water, <clears throat> which again is a little a little rough. But so much of the the grossness of having a stomach flu is the repeated vomiting. And so if they're going to be sick for a day or two regardless, but you can manage to have not repeated vomiting, it's a huge win in terms of how much laundry you have to do and how gross the whole experience feels for everyone. So if they're just laying there, not, you know, not really doing much of anything but not throwing up this is a victory. The other thing I realized kind of accidentally for some of my kids a long time ago is that they were continuing to throw up not so much from the stomach virus but from very low blood sugar. These were my kids who are always eating kind of low carb naturally so my guess is they were pretty much in ketosis anyway and then the stomach flu really pushes them over. So for those kids or for any of my kids where this seems to be what's going on, um, they're not keeping down food very well but you need to get something in them to raise their blood sugar so they don't feel nauseous just because of low blood sugar. So I give them a little bit of dry sugar, like half a teaspoon or a teaspoon of dry sugar, which again is kind of gross if you are already dehydrated and you have kind of a dry mouth and you want you don't really want dry sugar but it absorbs so quickly which is of course why you don't normally want to eat tons of white sugar it absorbs so quickly that it can raise your blood sugar without a lot of volume that's going to trigger more vomiting from you you know by putting volume in your stomach so with the little teaspoons of water and then dry white sugar kind of in between that has been another tactics that has helped me to keep my little kids' blood sugar up enough that they wouldn't throw up, and it works better than popsicles or Gatorade or something where there's more liquid and more volume. It works much, much better. So using these techniques, when I think back on our family, I cannot remember the last time we had one person throw up um, for more than 12 hours and in general usually we've been able to have it be just one maybe two maybe three times that some little kid throws up the adults not it's usually better because they have they understand what's going on they don't eat when they feel gross they might be more aware of the whole process and again we take the charcoal With the kids, they don't necessarily communicate well enough for us to get the charcoal in them. But we do make them sit and not have anything for those couple of hours and then ease into the fluids very, very slowly. And then do that white sugar thing to raise their blood sugar if it seems like that's part of what's going on. So anyway, this has been really, really helpful for us. I hope it's also helpful for you guys. Of course, in general, the other way to approach this is to do all your general immune boosting things when you have one person that's sick in the house. You can do, you know, the elderberry, astragalus, um, zinc, lozenges, that sort of thing. And we do have all of that and we do do that stuff too. But I do, I think in the moment when you're getting hit with a stomach flu, these behaviors are the things that make the most difference. All right. I hope this helps. Hope you guys are having a healthy fall and you're able to tackle whatever comes up. Take care.